Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, the podcast mogul Phil Better, and today I have the OG business sherpa himself tristan right here on the show and we're going to be talking about everything business how to get your scale your business how to get up there into the next levels but first of all tristan i want to thank you so much for being a guest on the show thank you very much for having me been looking forward to having this chat today oh yes and uh tristan's in the future i'm in the past since if you can't tell from his lovely accent he is in australia um Tristan, how about you give our, uh, my audience a quick introduction about who you are and what you do? Jeez, do you, do you want do you want the 30 second story or do you want do you want the half hour story? I don't know if we can fit it into a quick Yeah, let's go the 30 <laughs> seconds and then we'll build out from it. <laughs> All right. So who who I am today? I'm a I'm a father of one. We've got a, got a lovely partner Erin and I I run a business called Evolve to Grow, uh, and that's, that's basically helping business owners cr- uh, climb their mountain. Uh, in my spare time, I lo- love running, love riding, and doing marathons, which is a bit crazy. So I've um, run a business prior, made lots of money, lost lots of money, and then rebuilt it and sold it. There we go. That's awesome. So you've you've done all the types of scaling and all that, and you've done it multiple times. So you're ready to help. So that's why you go into the business of growing other people's business because it's just as fun without much of the risk, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. So well, there is risk because it's reputational risk. Yes. So it's a little. Um, it's a little. It's a little. It hurts more than losing the money because you can always make money, but building up a reputation is super hard. But obviously, yeah. being the business sherpa, you helping out hundreds of people so obviously you know what you're doing um the first question i usually ask all my guests here is were you always an entrepreneur from birth or was it something that just you just decided to try it well i never liked working for anyone does that answer your question (laughs) yeah so i guess you were an entrepreneur from birth a (laughs) self-starter as they say um what was your first uh, venture like as young as you can remember Okay, so uh, as young as I can remember, what was my my first venture? Uh, I can tell you my first successful venture, which was my sure. my business. But um, like as a as a kid, um, like I there's so many l- different little bits and pieces um, that I was doing. <laughs> All right, let's so, let's go your yeah, first. Sorry, your first. It's fine. No, it's fine. It, it's a it's a loaded question as well. I understand yeah. that. But uh, let's go your first successful business. What was it? How did you start in it? So it was. It actually started uh, when I was out riding my bike with with mates and 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 my mates. Uh, so this is push bikes, not motorbikes. My mates said we all need to get a uniform and. And I got lumped with the job of organizing uniforms for them. And, uh, and, and uh, I, I looked for suppliers in Australia or manufacturers or brands in Australia. I wasn't happy with anyone. So I thought, hey, there might be some, I might be able to go direct to China, direct to where all the manufacturers are and, and cut out the middleman, so to speak. And I did that. And everyone was, was super happy with the clothing uh, that we organized until we got on the bike. And everyone looked at the people in front of them and uh, the shorts were see-through. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. That's interesting. So, 
Yeah, we've we're accidentally flashing everyone when we're going riding. So obviously, I I didn't know how to spec in a product at the time, and it's like, oh yeah, lycra is lycra, and yeah, it's going to be fine. <laughs> but no, there's different types of lycra. So, but I'd learned enough uh, in that in that little venture that there was a business opportunity. So still had my day job, but I thought, hmm, I've got a network in the cycling world, or the running world, the triathlon world. Why don't I go and set up a brand and and meet all the needs of everyone? And I did just that. I set it up in my spare time, worked on my, worked on it on my kitchen table from home in the evenings after hours. And within a year, I was still working the day job, but I was turning over three hundred grand uh, just working in the evening. So, yeah, but uh, and I was twenty four at that stage, I think. So that's that was a start of my first main venture. There was a few hurdles along the way in that that big business, and then it brought you all the way up to here, being uh, helping businesses grow. Yeah, like I that business, I I went full time on it. I turned it into a seven figure business. I then decided, or I didn't decide to. I I I was arrogant um, and thought I didn't need help from others. I had a big ego, and yeah. At 26, 27, I was 200 grand in debt and didn't want to leave, didn't want to leave the house, a marriage breakdown. Uh, so, yeah, it, was a, it went from being super successful to, to being in massive amounts of debt. Uh, but fortunately, I was able to rebuild it and clean it up, uh, make it profitable again and sell it. Wow, that, that is an insane story right there insane so, that you went that that roller coaster went from a nothing but a side hustle at night to multi seven figures then mm. crashing down and then rebuilding it and still selling it for a profit wow that's that's insane yeah and i looked back on it and i'd sold it before i was 30 so i'd done all of that before i was 30 and i, was, I just thought it was normal at the time but not many people <laughs> when you look back no i i can i can tell you that's not really a everyday occurrence not everybody's making seven figure businesses and then crashing it um into a depressive state and rebuilding it i can tell you that that's a select few that's like a one percent of the population is probably doing that yeah I, i'd probably say it's less than one percent of the population now <laughs> yeah so yeah I'm, I'm one of those crazy weird ones so but i learned so much uh in that journey about like it's not all about business business is actually a tool for life uh you set up your business to to so you can enjoy your life so you can actually work from anywhere uh so you can spend time with your friends and family and still make that income so true Uh, that's what business is it's 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 you build it so that you can have the freedom money buys freedom which then buys happiness so yeah but you Yes, money buys that, but it's a mindset that creates it. Yeah, having that positive mindset, happiness in your... You smile a lot, and that's friggin' awesome. That's how happy you are. <laughs> so people who are just listening, you haven't stopped smiling since we started recording, and I love it because it shows how happiness, how much it, happiness it, you have. It might be because I've just come back from a massage and I'm about to jump on a plane to go to Bali. That that'll do it. That'll do it. I'll make anybody smile in the yeah. zone uh, and that. Um, but I do smile all the time as well. 
Um, how did you get into being the Sherpa for people, for, for helping people scale? Like, was it just this random occurrence that happened or was this something you planned all along? So after I sold the business, um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, so I, when I sold the business, I'd ha- I've got a, got a new partner by this stage and we went on a holiday and spent spent a, a month or I think almost two months in Europe, just, just relaxing. And we were, we're in Croatia and having having wine, having a few glasses of wine one afternoon, one evening into the morning, just talking about what the future held. And and Aaron was asking, we were talking about what made me happy and what I was good at. Uh, and we went back to um, when I was a child because, like, at the end of the day, our, between when we were 7 and 15, that's what really um, – our actions there and what we do there forms us as a human being moving forward. So back then, I, I was always playing sport. I was always captains of teams. I was at school. I was always leading things. I was always wanting to help others. So we're like, okay, cool. This is what makes me happy. That. And then we, we thought, what are my skills and what are my experiences and business? I've I've built a business. I've blown up a business, I've rebuilt a business, I've sold a business. All right, how do we tie those into what people need? And it's like, oh, yeah, people actually often run a business and they're so lonely and they don't actually have the support network that they need to actually enjoy their business or to grow grow their business or at least set it up in a way that it actually works for them. So it's like... It, the penny dropped and I thought, why don't I use my passions and my skills to to help others in, in their business journey? And the rest, as I say, is history. That's awesome. Um, when you started uh, Evolve to Grow, did you have an original concept of where you wanted to go? So the main concept is like, I and this is what I teach my clients. It is begin with the end in mind. Understand what your ultimate objective is. And for me, it's time freedom, being able to choose what I want when I want to, uh, our family to be able to do that, and not to be concerned about if there's a cost involved with that. Like because at the end of the day, money impacts all of that. So basically to have to create enough asset wealth to be able to and continual asset wealth growth to be able to con, to be able to control my time my time and have freedom so that from a a personal standpoint that's what i wanted to achieve out of the business for me but to be able to show others to do that how how with a business how they can do that for themselves as well that's Damn. why that's why i set up the business You were an engineer beforehand. Moderly, as you, you put it, mm. a moderately successful engineer. Yep. <laughs> and now you you run an amazing business. You cycle. You're going to Bali. Would would the seven or like the 10-year-old you believe you would be doing this? That's a good question. Um, 
That's a really good question. So when you get stuck in the day-to-day, you, you don't realize what you've achieved. But when you take a step back, it's like, holy shit. <laughs> um, hopefully I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're fine. Uh, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I've achieved a fair bit kind of kind of thing. It's a, it's a pretty good life. It, it's making others happy. It makes us happy. Uh, we've got things are pretty good. Uh, so seven-year-old, 10-year-old me, I didn't know what I wanted then. So, and I, my parents both worked the nine to five. So uh, I didn't know what it was like to be running a, a business where you can control your time and can control, can control your life. So we had a, we just lived a, a normal, a traditional lifestyle as a kid. So it was as I got older that I realized that there's more opportunities in life. That's awesome. That's a great response. Damn. What is, what, what, is there anything that you want to accomplish? Like in the next five years, are, do you have a goal that you care to share either for business or personal that you're looking to, uh, to hit? Um. Business-wise, it is to to impact more people than I am now, like on a continual basis. So, and what I mean by that is to be able to to educate and show others that their business can actually really be a tool for them to to build wealth, to build assets, to to actually have more capacity and more freedom so that once you uh, if i continue to do that with with more clients uh i'm able to to have to hit my personal goals so and uh or my personal business goals so really it's it it is yeah let's say right now I, i'm on a daily basis i'm impacting 30 business owners if i can impact and have those massive changes for 70 or or 100 more business owners, geez, the world's going to be a much happier place and there's going to be 80 more, 70, 80, 90 more happy families that that get to spend their evenings with their mum or with their dad rather than and rather than their parents being stressed out about, uh, about having to work 60-hour weeks and support their staff. I think that's what we all want. We're we're probably around the same age, and we grew up in that traditional uh, life yeah. where mom and dad were both busy, hawking out a living because you know, life is life is hard and expensive. So I love that goal of yours to help out and have more people at home so that you can have that mom and dad time with the kids. Because it's and important. I- because like at the end of the day, your family is most important. Your friends are next. Um, so, but we often put our family, our friends, a distant third or distant fourth behind our business. And, and who's going to be there to pick up the pieces when something goes south? It's your family. So you, you should be spending, fo- focusing on how you can spend more time or quality time with them. Now, I, I, I'm wondering, because you did mention that you, uh, you, you have a, a young child. Did you see hmm. your, your, your goals or your view kind of shift when you did have your uh, your child or was this something that you kind of had ingrained in you before you had uh your child ah uh, yeah good question so 
uh, yeah, my my upbringing, like parents always spent time with us and put us first. So like that was ingrained with me. But but what I will say is, I I feel I'm relatively lucky in the fact that I can I can think macro right through to micro level and think about the impacts today what actions i do today the impacts that'll have on me in five and ten years or the people around me in five ten and twenty years time so i i don't i'm i'm lucky that i don't get overwhelmed by macro and micro level thinking i can bounce between the two so so many business owners can either only focus on micro level thinking which which is making sure more profits come in today but forget about the future uh, or they can only think about the future, which means the the business is losing money um, hand over fist kind of thing. So I'm one of those lucky ones that I that can straddle both both sides, both for myself, my family, my business, but also for others. Jesus. <laughs> You're, so, you are a Sherpa. You're laying down logic as well. You're the guy sitting at the top of the mountain bringing us to you um, to share your wisdom. Um, well, it's only because it's only because I made all those screw-ups when in my business and I, I've learned from those lessons, um, learned the impact of them, and then I learned from all of my clients and used that knowledge to share with others. So you, when you make mistakes or when when others make mistakes you need to learn from them use them as lessons and work out how how you don't make those mistakes again and how you can be better from them yeah i i i feel that some people run from those those failures they run from having the chance of failing and falling on their face or getting that uh, tomato in the face of failure instead of looking at what it is it's like it's a lesson and when you work mm -hmm. with so many people you have the opportunity to see other failures that come and already you can create the uh, the correction for it so you can avoid it in the future as well. Can we make this uh, podcast M-rated? Can I swear? Yeah, yeah. Or, it, there's yeah. only two words that I don't allow on it, um, the, the hard C and the N-word. Those are the only two words. Cool. I'm not going to say, so I'm not going to say either of them. I'd never say them. I'm yeah. just saying we've got to fuck up and fuck up fast. So uh, because we're going to fuck up no matter what, it's, it's uh it's better to to make the mistake now so you can learn from it and improve yourself tomorrow because if you if you if you sit on it and don't make the mistake for six months time or 12 months time you're just going to be um treading water and not progressing or growing as a person so don't be afraid to make mistakes just go and do it make the mistake learn from it and progress and move forward I love it because it is true. It is something that I get stuck in my head at, on my entrepreneurial journey too, of always trying to be perfect. But it, you have to f fuck up before you can become perfect, or you get get to that. It's start moving forward. Um, it's something so you, you, have what? To you can never be perfect. That's so also I something I'm dealing with as well. That mental the the idea of being perfect. Um, I'll, I'll use an analogy uh, that let's say climbing. Mount Kilimanjaro is your idea of being perfect. So getting to the top of one mountain uh, is your idea of the best outcome. Once you get to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro, uh, you'll actually see that there's a mountain not far away that is actually higher. <laughs> so you're going to be like, oh, shit, I'm, 
I'm at the top of this peak. Now I've got to got to descend and then go up to the next peak. So uh, you basically, basically you've got to keep progressing and moving forward to and realize that there's no way to be perfect because if you, if you ever hit perfection, you you're not going to hit fulfillment. Uh, you're going once you become perfect, you're just going to be a sad. Or once you hit, make something perfect, you're just going to be sad after that. So you've got to keep progressing and moving forward and setting increment, incrementally high goals or incrementally higher standards. But your standards should, at the start, should be a tiny bit lower. Again, more wisdom from the Sherpa himself, uh, Tristan. <laughs> um, Tristan, I, I, I'm going to jump off the screen shortly. I do want to ask... Um, out of all the books you've probably read, and you probably read a plethora of books, is there one book that you feel um, would be beneficial for uh, podcasters, or not podcasters, entrepreneurs to read? Have you heard of a book called The Happiest Man on Earth? I have not. It's by a guy that actually just passed away at the end of last year. His, his name is Eddie Jaku. Um, he is a, uh, he was in Auschwitz. Um, he, he, he was interned, um, in Auschwitz a couple of times. Um, he lost half of his family. Uh, so he was, he was obviously Jewish. Um, he got treated like shit throughout his, his life. He ended up, um, moving to Australia a couple of years after the war and decided that he was going to wake up every day happier. And if you listen to his story or read his story, you realise even through all the shit and tough times that we've been through, it's a mental choice of ours whether or not we want to be happy and whether or not what we want to achieve in life. So it's a real eye-opener uh, from a personal perspective to what we're actually capable of and the fact that we choose the path that we want to go on. Damn. I'm definitely, I, as you were talking, I, I went and uh, found it and, uh, or put it in my books to, to buy off Amazon or onto my Kindle. Cause mm. th that is something I want to read. Cause like, like you said, choosing to be happy, we can choose to be sad. We can choose to be angry. We can choose to be happy and, or we can choose to be successful. So each day we try and be a little bit more successful in our journey. Mm. Um, and that's something I think more people need to to realize. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely. Because at the end of the day, only we uh, can control how we think. Only we can control how we act. So it's a if we make a conscious choice to to be positive and to progress and move forward. Uh, our life is going to be so much more fulfilled and we're going to be so much more content with what we achieve. We don't have to live life how the world tells us to live life. We don't have to run our business the way the world tells us to run our business. So true. We control it. We are all doing our own little journey in this world. We're all made of stardust if you want to go down there, but it is a mindset. It is being more positive. And you can see it in all these people who are successful. They all say it's a mindset every day. I just go out to try to be a bit, a bit, be a bit better 
moving forward. Uh, Tristan, I'm going to jump off the screen here. I'm going to let you uh, let my audience know where they can connect with you, how they can uh, maybe support you, follow you, get more of your lessons. Uh, so the floor is yours, sir. Awesome. Thank you very much. So easiest way to find me is is jump on, on the website and search search my name, Tristan Wright, and my business name, Evolve to Grow. And, and then you'll find me from there. You'll find me on LinkedIn, find my website, find me on Facebook. I've got a, a Facebook group called uh, The Business Evolution. Um, and you, if you want to connect and ask questions in there, you go, go through there. And and I've got a, a newsletter on LinkedIn, which would be really cool to sign up to. So they're probably the easiest ways to, to connect with me. Awesome. And of course, my audience knows in the show notes and in the uh, show description, you can find all the links to connect with Tristan. Tristan, I want to thank you so much for being a guest on the show. It was a pleasure talking with you and having this fun discussion about how important mindset and happiness is in the business world. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you so much and remember to invest in yourself.